Hello, and welcome back to the Horror of the Emerald Valley. This is our new Earth Dawn game, and it has been started off really, really interesting, as I'm sure you'll hear momentarily. But uh, this is going to be really, really fun. And we have a guest GM. Do you want to remind everyone who you are, Rob? I'm Rob, and I'm the GM also for the Name Givers uh, actual play podcast. Yes, Rob, who is going to uh, talk you to sleep with his uh, wonderful, wonderful voice. <laughs> it's so soothing. And then Mixie will wake you back up again. <laughs> mm. Oh, boy. Uh, so, wonderful voice. Sorry, Rob, I just had to had to mention it. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Um, but yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun. We're getting into it, and... Um, I will go ahead and let you take it away, Rob. Uh, yes, I am going to let Mixie do a quick recap of what happened. Hi, my name's Mixie. I'm a windling, and uh, I was in the Kingdom of Thrall. I was in a museum, and then uh, one of my friends came up and told me about this weird, interesting thing that was happening in uh, Bartertown and told me to go check him out, and there was someone that was going to come and talk to me. Her name was Jaxrus. So anyway, so I went to Bartertown, and I found this little pub. It's like an air, air sailor pub. It was really, really cool. It had a lot of paraphernalia and stuff. It's really interesting. Anyways, and then I met this dwarf and this elf guy, and uh, they were also waiting for Jaxrus, so I guess they're going to be working with me. Well, Jaxrus came, and there was this Tuskrang that, that came in, and I think she's some kind of pirate, which is uh, kind of fun, but uh, Jaxrus didn't seem particularly happy about it, but that's okay. And then this really showy swordsman guy named Gent Scraperly. That's a weird name anyways. Uh, he came in and uh, I think he's going to be working with us as well. Anyways, Jackrus tells us that there's this town called uh, Flaxworth Prong Emerald or something like that. I don't remember exactly, but uh, they haven't heard from him in a while. So we're going to go check it out. And then she brought out this weird little black marble that's like, I don't know, it's like Vanta Black or something. It's really strange, but I decided to look at it with my astral sight and I saw that it was really connected to the dwarf and the elf and, and that's that's weird and it looked weird and it gave me a really strange feeling. So um, I think we're about to find out more about that and um yeah so we're back in the wobbly wavern and mixie you just saw this connection between uh this dark marble that uh, jaxorus has brought out and two of the adepts who are with you what do you do yeah i think i'm kind of like gonna turn off my astral sense and I'm going to kind of look oddly, kind of stare at the other two for just a second and go, huh, you two know anything <laughs> about this? And she points at the dwarf and the elf. And the, uh, the, the marble there, uh, no, I, uh, never seen it before. Doesn't seem to be, uh, familiar to me. It's small, black, looks rather boring, if I'm honest. It's small and it's black and it's also connected to you two somehow. There's like uh, like threads and stuff. You see Jaxrus's eyes widen very, and she is vid visibly um, a little off. You know what I think about this, Jaxrus? Uh, yeah, uh, 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 yeah, uh, interesting. Interesting. Uh oh. oh. Define interesting. <laughs> well, uh, I don't myself know much about this. Uh. She looks at Saliak and then looks at Thravek and says, uh, do either of you know what this connection could be? And I actually want Quinmea to roll a awareness. Quinmea. Okay, I don't have yeah, the Quinmea. awareness. If you do not, you can roll perception. So it's perception. Okay, I only have step six. Hopefully it goes okay. Um, six, yeah. Yeah, you think Jaxrus is acting a little odd. Now, you don't, you know a fair number of Tuskrang because you, you, you are a Tuskrang. Mm -hmm. uh, you don't know Jaxrus specifically or anything, but you'd almost swear that she's kind of hiding something here. Oh, okay. Just in your hmm. mind. 
Not sure what, but something. Even without any awareness, I I feel like uh, Mixie is kind of getting that feeling anyways. I believe so, too. Um, If you would like, you you could do an awareness check with Mixie. Yeah, okay, let's do that. I have a skill, a knowledge skill in... uh, I'm not going to pronounce it right. Scourge is how you say it. Scourge history? Yeah. Yeah, I have a knowledge skill in Scourge history. I don't know if that's useful in this situation, but just something to... uh, It may be, and thanks for reminding me that, so I'll make that up in a little bit. Um, I rolled an 11. 11. All right, on 11... You almost feel like Jaxrus was kind of uh, not being honest with that question, question, as if she knew the answer. Huh. Um, not just because they had said that before, but just it wasn't a very wholehearted question. Jaxrus. Yeah. Uh, yes. I don't think you answered the question. What is that thing? I do not know. Are you sure about that? Oh, I'm quite sure of that. Um, it was delivered to us, um, and uh, it came from there we are quite certain of that um and she she'll just kind of trail off a little bit and say uh last night we got it uh uh, some krill worm showed up it must have been a nethermancer or something and that's why we're worried uh we haven't heard from anyone there and we get this delivered with a small note uh saying to stay away from there from the town Uh, from the town Mm. and you can tell Mm. she's kind of hiding something for sure (laughs) (laughs) And then she brings up next. And, um, yeah, so we will be handsomely paying you for this adventure, by the way. And, um, would, uh, 5,000 silvers each be, uh, in order? Ah, I think that works for me. And, of course, a pardon for you, um, Queen Amea. Hmm. <laughs> she just kind of gives her, like, a grin. Like, she doesn't say anything, and she doesn't look ashamed of it at all. She just smiles. <laughs> That, that would be uh, richly accepted, ma'am. Richly accepted. And Gent Scapperly, who uh, is kind of in the background here, says, Yes, that will do fine. But also, you should um, spread my tale of victory in this uh, adventure once we return, right? And um, <laughs> Chaxorus will just kind of nod, kind of trying to ignore him somewhat, but uh, <laughs> capi- you know, capitulate to him somewhat. Thravik just kind of... W- whispers over to Saliak again. He's just like, I'm sure he's going to do plenty of that himself. Mm. <laughs> I don't think he's too worried about how quiet he's being when he says that. I, I think, yeah, I think he'll, uh, in response, as I was in a bar once, Cody took five hours. <laughs> <sighs> Gent will actually speak up and say, but do you think we really need two sword masters for this? Shall we perhaps have a little sporting duel? To see who is the, the best mm. of the two of us. Uh, I think Thaliak is going to draw himself up a little, and he just he casu- casually does a little bit of a little bit of hair flip, even unconscious. He doesn't realize he's even doing it. But he says, "Is the one who is the peacock throwing down on one who actually follows the discipline?" And Jaxers will interrupt and go, "Now, now, save that for the trip there." Yeah, Maybe she we might down. need some more muscle. Um, uh, just saying. Yes, I, I don't believe um, we have room for these egos uh, to be in the way. Deal with it I on the trip I think the room barely there, has I enough see. room for them. Uh, I wholeheartedly agree, Mixie. I think he turns back, but I, I like to think that the two of the two of them just serious side eyes going on between the two of them because they're just thinking, yeah, we'll we'll figure it out when there's you know time and space and proper ceremony to do so. <laughs> 
I am going to have Hannah roll a Scourge knowledge roll. Ooh, yay, mm. okay. <laughs> I got a one. Oh. <laughs> Whoops. Uh. Yeah, on a one, you, there's not much uh, you know about this marble or even suspect that would be close to the truth in this case. But um, certainly, uh, I, I think also you're, you're, yeah, you're, you're certainly like a little more trepidatious because it is a little more in the mystical realm, which you're not used to dealing with. You're used to dealing yeah. with other airships, uh, other people, yes. not creatures or weird magical things like, you know, maybe the odd normal creature, but certainly not horror spawn or anything in that realm. Um, gotcha. So, okay. And I think Jaxrus will turn to Mixie and um, will sense that you have some hesitation. She will say, looking at Mixie, you think I am not telling you the truth? Oh, honey, I know you're not telling us the truth. Or at least not all of it. Well, I, I, I will confess that there is a potential here that there may be constructs of the horrors involved here. I, I do not know how, considering this place has been more or less looted long ago. Um, hmm. Certainly strange things have happened there. Um, from what this object can tell. But um, I would like you to take this with you, though, to see oh. if it'll help you find out what happened there. She makes grabby hands. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a bit large for a windling. Oh, no, it so, It's okay. Um, I'm so you, you might it. struggle with it a bit, like it's a big orb to you kind of thing. I think you can hold it, but it's weird. Yeah, if she's, if she's like, trying to fight its own weight, uh, I think I, I think Saliak will, will calmly step up and uh, he extends a hand he's like no 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 no! I got it it's, a, it's fine I, I got it it's, uh, it's fine uh, I'm just fighting to stay in the air uh, uh yeah I think he will I think he will just calmly keep his hand underneath for her because he knows it's gonna drop any second and he's like please allow me miss. and he holds it I land in your hand but hold on to the orb I, <laughs> yeah I think um he raises her to his to his eye level and he's he's looking at her and he says do you believe you could truly fly as well as you can? Were you carrying such a thing? Mm, no, but I could look at it for a little while. Hey, do it yourself then. He sets her down with it if she wants to admire it. I sit it. down. Yeah, I float to the ground and I set the marble like in between my legs and I like wrap my legs around it and I start like kind of messing with it, just like kind of <laughs> rubbing it and like poking it and like looking at okay. it. The, I mean, the the point was <laughs> oh, that he's no. he's offered to take it when she's done. When she's done ooing and aahing about it. I understand, but I want to play with it. When she's done playing with it. I, I know, I, I know. see what it does. <laughs> it does anything. Okay. I also have something called item history, um, um, which oh. I need a I need a week to do to play with it, but, you know, I, I could eventually have some information about this thing. Yes. I can do you one better. Oh? So I also have item history. Oh? And I was actually just about to ask Rob, um, would this be a good time for me to use my thread item? Yes. So Ooh. why don't you describe your thread item? Yeah. So my thread item is, um, it's actually kind of funny. I kind of forgot to mention that I was wearing this, um, but I have been <laughs> wearing it the whole time. Um, so I have an item called the Circlet of Corollis. It's Ooh. a um, exquisitely crafted gold headpiece that was cast from melted down gold coins that passed in circulation during the scourge within the underground, underground kingdom of Thrall. Um, in the center is a deep green emerald gemstone, and uh, whenever I use it, it kind of glows brightly. 
And what it allows me to do is it gives me the Talent Knack Psychometry, which lets me use item history basically at a much shorter time frame than weeks. Oh. So. Ooh. It's basically just a uh, just a standard action, and I know right away, right? Or is it a little bit longer than that? I forget. So there's two, there's, there's two things it grants you. One is yeah. it will grant you Psychometry which is adjacent to item history. It's called, it's called a talent knack in the system, mm -hmm. but it gives you like a special specialization of item history, special mm -hmm. version of item history that lets you tell the more literal history of the item as in what it experienced in the last while. But the circlet also grants you the ability to use your item history in minutes rather than days as oh, well. Okay. So, so you have two both options. Okay, gotcha. They okay. are two separate abilities. Gotcha. Um, normally in this game, thread items, you weave multiple threads over time, but we're doing a one shot. So we're pretending that over the um, months and years, you've <laughs> been uh, increasing its ability over time and giving you new and newer and newer things. And those are the two things that you basically have from this. Gotcha. Okay, cool. So then, yeah, he is going to use that ability. I think this is a, a very important item that I think it would be worth using the karma point on to be able to kind of figure out exactly what this thing is we're getting into right away, if that's okay with you. So would you like to try to use psychometry or item history then? I think I'm going to start with the... Um, I'm just trying to remember from the book. What does item history give me? Item history is kind of about, usually about thread items and stuff, but I'm going to bring up the... The adept learns the history of an enchanted or mundane item. The adept studies the item for a week, carefully examining it for at least one hour each day, then makes an item history check against the item's mystic defense. If successful, each success reveals a new one, one new key knowledge from the item's history. When used on mundane items that do not have true patterns, each success provides the adept a different piece of information instead of a key knowledge. Item history can be used multiple times with the same item, but the, each test requires another week of study. The adept can learn the maximum number of key knowledges from a given item equal to his item history rank. I actually just thought of something too. Would it be at all possible for me to use both? Could I use the faster item history first and then, because I feel like narratively psychometry will be a bit more fun just because it lets me like get scenes and stuff. Yeah, so what would probably make the most sense is actually using psychometry first because okay. um, item item history is more when you know something is a threat item. Oh, uh, okay, gotcha. Um, which okay. you don't know that yet. Okay, gotcha. That makes sense. So psychometry might get you that sense of whether it is or not. Okay. This is going to be strange. <laughs> no, that's okay. So um, what I'm thinking, basically, like, just to bring it all back, basically, Thravek's been kind of sitting there, like, he's hearing Mixie say, like, hey, like, this item's tied to you guys. We're like, well, we don't know why it's tied to us. And then she and, you know, Jax are just going back and forth about, you know, well, this is tied to the Scourge or the, um, the Horrors or something, you know, like, it just seems odd. And he hears him kind of going back and forth, and he's just thinking, like, all right, I need to figure out what this thing is. So he's just trying to use that ability of his circlet to kind of reach out, and he just says, um, if, you, uh, if you'd all give me a moment, I uh, I might be able to clear some of this up, I think. Uh, just just give me a moment. And he's uh, he's going to try and use that psychometry uh, talent neck. Are you going to have to tear the take the orb away from her? or just, I, mean... um, I think, yeah, I should probably hold on to it. So I think he just kind of puts his hand out yeah. to, to try you and You do need to handle it. She gives you kind of a pouty face for a second and then hands it to you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, he just kind of like holds it between two fingers and is uh, studying it. Okay. And so you actually roll item history for that, but uh, that's what happens with talent X is you roll the core talent and then gotcha. you get the knack effect. Yeah. Cause the knack effect is just the, like the extra that you get. Yeah. Okay. And gotcha. I'll, I'll, I'll it, it's a bit of a narrative one, this one. So each mm -hmm. success on uh, the difficulty allows the adept to ask a question about the item 
about what it has done and seen gotcha. uh, within uh, the amount of days that you have ranks in item history. So okay. you probably so have four have or five ranks. five in... ranks in item history. Okay, it's so you can my... learn about what the last five days yes. <laughs> yes. of this item. Hopefully that's enough. Let's see. Um, so I will make that roll. I have 12 steps in this roll. It is wow. one of my best ones, actually. Actually, it is tied for my best. So, here we go. That is a 12. 12, okay. I'm going to give you one success on that. So, it allows you to ask one question about this item, and you'll get an answer about the last five days. On that. Okay, one question. Um, I'm going to ask... Let's see here. Let me pull the... Uh, you do take a point of strain for this. Right. Um... Um, in the last five days, he's going to ask, where has this item been? I think he wants to know exactly <laughs> where it came. Because she, like, she said that it came in a like a note, basically. But he's curious where it came before that, if he can kind of stretch it back. So hopefully that's... Yeah, if you stretch you know. it back, um, you'll find that it's actually been sitting in the headquarters of uh, the Thrallic Commission for the last few days. <sighs> if you, like all five of them? All five of them. No. In some oh. kind of special case. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so I think he's, like, studying this thing, and he's, like, really hoping, like, man, like, I hope I get something good for this. And he's, like, sitting there. They can see him studying it. They see his circlet kind of activate and glow. And then they just see him go, <sighs> well, it, um, it's been sitting in a box for the past five days. So... <laughs> When did you people get it? Uh, and you can tell Jaxus is struggling for words here. Uh, I mean, I was told we got it yesterday, but is, was it longer? According to this, it's been sitting in the, uh, sitting in the commission for the past five days. Well, I don't know about that. Huh. Hmm. I guess I will have to have words with someone. Hmm. <laughs> wow. Okay. And I, I, I realize now that Mixie also has psychometry because it's something do. she picked up. <laughs> so if she wants to give it a try too, she yeah, can. Yeah, why not? Maybe she can get a different question than May I May as did. well, yeah. Yeah. She's sitting on it like a giant medicine ball again. Also, I just realized when I looked at my sheet, I accidentally rolled with my attribute oh. step instead of oh. like the action <laughs> step. She <laughs> exploded oh, on both of her dice. Wow. Oh, All right. oh my gosh. I rolled a 24 total yeah. on a step 11. 24. Awesome. That is... On psychometry. So you will get... Oh my God. You got... I'm going to say four questions. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, yeah, I think I just like make grabby hands to have it back and then I'm just going to sit here and play with it for a few minutes while other conversations are going around me. The way uh, roles work in Earthdawn is there's a target number and if there's an effect that says a certain number of successes, that is how many how many fives you've gotten above it. So if you uh, got ten above the target number, you got two extra successes beyond the initial success. So that's um, how Fifteen works. above it then? So I think I'm just going to play with yep. this for a few minutes while we while the, the rest of them have whatever, well she tells yep. us whatever she's going to tell us. Um, and give me time to think of questions. Yeah, you can do that. Um, you know, Jaxrus will, uh, will say, um, so, <sighs> Miss uh, Quinamea, um, do you have transport for this crew? <laughs> do I have transport? <laughs> yes, of course I do. Okay, and you will be um, reimbursed for your crew as well then too, I assume? Well, I would, I would expect so. All right, I will talk to the right people about um, more pardons, I guess. 
<laughs> I'm sure that my crew will be happy to hear. Well, most excellent. Uh, time is of the essence, though, people. Um, I wish you all well on this, but uh, do you have any further questions of me? Uh, did she tell us what the note said? No, she didn't at all. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Oh, no, wait, sorry, I am wrong. Yes, she did. She she said, uh, to, oh. the note said to stay away from uh, yeah, she did. Yeah. Uh, the, oh, the Emerald right. Valley. But did it, did it say who it was from? Not at all. Without a signature. So I think she says, Ac- actually, um, do you have any kind of suspicions or inklings of where or who may have sent this note? Especially if it's been in the commission for a couple days. Well, I, I don't know. I, I, some suspicions maybe, perhaps. Well, maybe raiders took over and decided to send a mysterious note to keep people away. And they've taken all of uh, the museum pieces to sell, maybe. Perhaps there is another cult set up in there again. Uh, I hope not, but... Or maybe some horror has decided to move in there. So, Susanna, you have some questions. I have a few, yeah. I'm still working on the last one. So my first question is, what have you heard about this town? The the one that we're going to be going to in the last seven days. Hmm, what have you heard? Interesting. Okay. It has heard that they... Kind of weird from an item perspective, but yeah. It has heard that... Um, no communications have come from this town, and they are quite concerned. There was some report a few weeks ago of some other troubles in that direction from that uh, potentially that town, but you're not sure. It's a little vague. Okay. Who has handled you in the last seven days? <laughs> That's probably what uh, I should have said. <laughs> yeah. There's a couple individuals from the, the commission. It doesn't necessarily know their names, but um, there was an elf and a dwarf, as well as Jaxrus. Mm. An elf and, and a dwarf, dwarf you say? Oh, really? Okay, I'm going to... Mm. Um, I'm also going to ask, have you seen or heard anything about this cult in the last seven days? Um, do you have a sp- specifically a cult? As in, like, uh, the cult is, like, a potential thing that's taken over there? Like... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else to, that this thing knows about this cult. I just am curious if anyone has talked about this cult. Not too much, other than suspicion that there may be a new cult having moved in there. Okay. Ooh. And my last question is: uh, Are the elf and dwarf that held you the same ones as in this room? No. Okay. Hmm. All right. Well, that's my. Uh, not, those are my. Not questions. in the last five days, at least. <laughs> well, seven that. days. <laughs> but yes. Oh, you seven get seven days. days? Sorry, I yeah. get seven days. My my item history is seven. Yeah. She really raised it. <laughs> See, I, I thought made... it would be useful. I'm an archaeologist. See, I made my item history like tied for my best because I wanted to like spread out. So I only did like one of my extra ranks in it instead of two or three. Yeah, it's one. Of, it's not my highest rank, but it's one of my highest ranks. I, I thought it would be useful for an archaeologist to have item history. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a good call. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's my questions. And I think after that, I probably... Um, am going to give the marble to the elf who wanted to hold it. Wait, I have a question. Was it ranks or your relevant skill that gave you the extra days? My ranks. Oh, ranks. Okay. So Jack Swiss will stand up and say, well, if that is enough, I wish you good luck with this one. And uh, yes, send, uh, send word back, uh, return back to Thrall and meet us at the commission headquarters. And she gives you an address, basically, in Thrall, for, for where to um, report back after. Do you have any other further questions of me? 
I don't think I have any more questions. No, I'm good. And with that, uh, Jaxrez will bow, and uh, Gent Scaparoli will also say, I have no questions either. And just <laughs> be very elaborate about it. And uh, Jaxrez will bow and uh, begin to step out. I think from behind, uh, as, um, as Saliak follows, I think he leans over to the other guy and says, You see that? He can't even bow properly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Quint- Quintimea, your 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 ship is at Southwatch Field, and this is a area just south of uh, Barter Town, where there are several spires there. And what how the airships get docked is they have these spires that um, you can go. It has a you know spiral staircase in the center, and you go up. And the the uh, the airships are kind of tethered at each level, just like a, a hot air balloon might be. Awesome. Uh, those kinds of things because <laughs> cool. they they just kind of float there, and they're they're. They're kind of docked with uh, anchor and uh, and some stabilizer to keep it from blowing off or anything like that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, do you want to? Uh, well, I, I guess I can describe what uh, Southwatch Field looks like. In that, um, yeah, basically there are several airships tied up there, and probably say oh, about nine or so, and uh, one of which is actually uh, something you've not seen very often—a very large and stone airship. There are some stone Ooh. airships. They're not very common in Barsave. They're usually Theron, the Theron Empire, but you know it's probably not from them because they wouldn't be welcome here. Mm. Um, <laughs> but uh, the ships range in size from the smaller Drakars to the larger ones, and yours, I believe, is one of the small Drakars, right? Yes, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to describe your airship a little bit? I was because about to say, here's I'm curious. The, yeah. Here's sure. the, yeah, here's, I, I, I have I, an airship. <laughs> I gave so everyone cool. some kind of special item, and um, most of you have some kind of thread item, like the, the circlet of Coralis that um, uh, Thravek has, but um, Quinamea uh, has an airship. I have an airship, yes. So um, it's a small Drakkar. Uh, it's built of wood it's not like the stone like you mentioned the other one is it's built of wood it has like a medium tone wood stain and like the mast has intricate patterns of like cloud and birds so it's kind of designed to be a little extravagant (laughs) very nice yes what's the name of your airship the name is dawn's fortune dawn's fortune Hmm. yes Quinamea will lead you all up the spire uh, to the docking area, mm-hmm. and um, your first mate will be standing there, ready to greet you all. You all see this human, um, rather, uh, we'll say, stocky individual with, uh, I would think, stereotypical piratey look to him. <laughs> I think. And <laughs> yeah. uh, he will say, Ah, Captain, you have um, interesting. Uh, uh, additions to the crew here. Who do we have here? Yes, well, actually, that um, I came in a bit late. Would you mind uh, introducing yourselves? Well, I'm Novius, and um, this is uh, the Dawn's Fortune. Who are you? Uh, yeah, I think uh, in order to stall Jed, uh, he steps. Sally, <laughs> Yes, I know. So I was about to say, Jed is probably going to get in Saliak there. Saliak steps up can. very quickly, and you know the uh, the robe kind of blows in the breeze and he he bows and says novius i am celiac well met well met i am come on this journey to uh actually to attempt to discover what the uh, certain events have to do with my own self it seems 
And you get interrupted suddenly by Scapperly, a uh, gent Scapperly who comes <laughs> in, and I am Gent Scapperly. I'm sure you have heard of me. And Novius <laughs> will kind of actually kind of shrug. <laughs> and then he'll kind of go, well, you should have heard of me. As he kind of goes off to the side a bit and begins uh, trying to make an impression on uh, Karen and Rena, who are the um, other, uh, the second and third mate. Actually, I should have, oh man, I could have, I could have rolled for my, I could have rolled my talent, but I didn't. No, that's okay. Yeah, I think uh, <laughs> after seeing him get, obviously, he's like, no, no, I haven't heard of you. I think he, <laughs> uh, the others might see Sally, I just, just smirks and like you you can tell he's just like oh yes give me give me more give me more of him being knocked down please (laughs) (laughs) um i think uh, mixie comes in next and uh comes right up to him and holds out both of her hands to 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 make like a finger handshake um and she says oh hi my name's mixie i'm an archaeologist uh first archaeologist on board Oh, first windling on board, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if a lot of my people are really much for the 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 sky flying because you know we can do it anyways, you know. Well, yeah. So I, he's kind of <laughs> all awkward because he's like, does he hold out a finger? I don't know what to do with windlings. He's just no clue. Does he hold out a <laughs> and, finger? Uh, he holds out a finger eventually. Just okay. Not. Yeah. yeah. I, I shake his finger. Can I roll my not conversation talent? Yeah. Roll, roll conversation. Because mm. that'll make him like me more. Man, you and I have a lot of crossover. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. My conversation like you, is really high. Like you can communicate <laughs> telepathically or something. I rolled a 13. Oh, yeah. You do very well. He actually um, basically ignores Thravik and actually strikes up a bit of a conversation with you about... Um, so uh, how do the wings work? How is that? Like when you fly, do you have to worry about wind? And he oh just... yeah, definitely. I definitely have to worry about wind. It's it's a big problem because I'm really really small and I move a lot in the wind. And he's like, come come. Uh, why don't I show you how the how the masts work? And uh, oh yeah, we'll, that'll be we'll really interesting. Where have you been? Uh, what was the last place you guys were in? Oh, we were uh, just south uh, near the Death Sea, actually. And oh. uh, you'll carry on a bit. And Thravik, yeah. you have just got completely rebuffed. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> just kind of like, he's just like kind of watching this whole thing go down. He sees the little like excitable windling like talk to this guy and they just like start walking away. He's just like, huh, uh, oh, well, I'm sure I'll meet him at some point. We're going to be uh, stuck on a boat together for... Uh, uh, how long do you think the journey is going to be, uh, Captain? And Quintamaya, you know it'll be about a day. Um, so you're probably going to have to you know, decide when it comes to nighttime whether you're going to keep flying or land somewhere. Uh, okay. Or go in at night. That's the other option, of course, too. Yeah, so uh, roughly a day from here. Yeah, I think if she says that, she's like, oh, about today. But actually, I didn't catch your name. Oh, yes. Uh, I'm uh, I'm Thravek. Uh I am, uh, you know, I'm pretty well-traveled. Uh, can't say uh, I've been to the Emerald River before, but, uh, yeah, this should be a fun, uh, fun little journey, I think. Interesting company, yes. for sure. Well, I'm sure you caught my name, but I'm Quinnamea Chikatha Agothian. But around here, they call me Captain Quinn. Ah. I think I'll, uh, use the, uh, the, the shorter version, if, uh, that's all right with you, <laughs> Captain. <laughs> yes, that's quite all right. Uh, and I haven't, um, my character hasn't officially had a one-on-one with this, with her, with, uh, with the captain, so <laughs> I don't want to start a rivalry between, like, the two best friends here, <laughs> but... <laughs> Are you going to try to fight your captain? No, 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 no. I'm just thinking, I like... I don't think that's what he's going to try to do. No, oh, yeah. 
No, but he's gonna try to friend the captain. I I, I think uh. I'm going to pull my first impressions if I can, because I could see that he's like she's actually conversing with him, and uh, based on her entrance, I think uh, he's jealous. I, based on based on her entry and and the and the wardrobe, I mean he's he is hey. You gotta remember, he's like kindred spirit, yeah, young and like this is exciting, impressionable. And now he's got like a, <laughs> like a pirate captain who's like so far really cool, and he wants to figure it out. So he, he doesn't have to uh, worry about offending Thravek for stepping in, because like first off, like we've traveled a lot, so I'm sure yeah, this I, has I, happened before where you get I don't like think, really excited. So yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's not out of any jealousy or anything, but it's like the friendly back and forth. You know, I can make a cooler impression than you. Oh, she's gonna like me better, you know. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't even like cross Thravek's mind. He's just like, "Hi, this is who I am," and like, you know, it'll it'll be fine. It's also like it's also part of part of his personality. I think he just he he likes to be he likes to be memorable. I think himself as well. Nobody wants to be friends with the archaeologist. I want to be friends with the archaeologist. <laughs> the first seems like she Nobius, like, he wants to be like friends with the archaeologist. Ooh, apparently. First, first made his friends <laughs> with this, the archaeologist. This, yeah. this, was, this was perception as well, right? Same thing. Uh, yeah. So uh, this is first impression. So technically, you normally shouldn't use it when you've already kind of met them. Oh, but you, right. well, you know, you've made a good you've you've made a good argument though. This is the first time you've realized that she's like a captain and get a formal. Well, yeah, because I'm seeing this. So. I'm seeing the ship too, and I'm like. Wow, because I, I don't think I'm not sure if he's ever actually been on a on a uh, on a skyship before. Um, so so this is this is all new. Let's see. Oh, that is a step six for a nineteen. Ooh. Nineteen. Dang boy. Yeah, that so, definitely exceeds my uh, would, social defense. <laughs> yes. So you probably even get an extra success on that, which brings yeah, you up to yeah. My social is ten. So. Yeah. So that brings you into potentially. Um, beyond friend just kind of more of a loyal category like you feel like this is like a person who you can trust yeah uh, gotcha. I, I think um i think i sense like a kin's a, a kinship yes that's, that's yeah. the word. i think there's a sense of kinship perhaps uh, yeah. you, you can come up with your own reasons but maybe i mean you are uh, someone who swings a sword as well it may not be in the same uh discipline but you do have uh, a style about you as well too and perhaps yeah you know, that is something you can relate to yeah does she respond at all? Does she say anything? Or is it just like a feeling and she doesn't talk? She doesn't respond. Well, what did he say before that? Sorry. Which, yeah, um, I just, um, I think he, uh, upon, upon rolling this and part of first impression, he just says, I look forward to uh, sailing on the crew of one quite so memorable as yourself, ma'am. And he, he, I think he, he reaches out as well. He's going for the handshake. He doesn't know if she's going to handshake him, but, but this is like a... <laughs> Uh, I think she gives him the, the handshake, and then she also, with her other hand, gives him like a friendly clap, like on the shoulder, and says, "Well, Sally boy, we'll see how this goes." <laughs> <laughs> so you all would notice that um, this—I don't know how many of your characters would have been on airships beyond Hannah's character. Um, yeah, it, it's you know some people do use it for transport at times, like to get across bar safe, but it is pricier than a riverboat for sure um so it may be that um Thravik and uh Saliak may have spent more time on riverboats and caravans than mm -hmm. airships for sure yeah i, I um, would but think that maybe once like if, if it's if it's that much more expensive you know and we, we traveled a yeah. lot so i would say maybe once we've been on one but definitely not like uh 
not all not the one time, like you not know? one like this, we're, not no. one yeah as as we're, um as, we're still land lovers. Yeah, I, I don't yep. think we, we we know enough about it to be like, oh yes, this is that and that is this. They're, we're all like, oh no, please please show yeah. us everything. <laughs> yeah. By the yeah. way, I love the fact that the term land lover still works for an airship. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> it totally works. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh my god. So the standard crew compliment for uh, a ship such as this is um, twelve troll oarsmen. So uh, it's very typical that all the oarsmen are trolls. It is, sometimes there's exceptions, but there isn't any exceptions in this this crew. What's what's kind of neat is I actually Hannah went forward and actually made names for them all. Oh, that's so awesome! If any of them ever comes <laughs> up, awesome. then. I, I love used it. a name generator, but yes, I, I love didn't it. Nice. We've got lots of troll names, <laughs> yeah. um, and she also has you know first, second, and third mate and a cook mm. um, down in the galley. Cool. But does he have a mechanical arm that can do anything? That's my question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. I love that reference. Very good, Very good reference. <laughs> what does Quinamea prefer to do in terms of like her role in the ship? I know she's captain, but does she like to be at the helm or just to be giving around, uh, kind of going around giving orders? Um, I think she is one to stay at the helm. I think yeah. that's usually where she is. Yeah. Okay. So... I would imagine maybe on your standard uh, takeoff, you would take the helm and uh, bark your orders around, and I'd like to do an uh, air sailing roll. Ooh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Boy, I hope this isn't something you suck at. Step is. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be weird if she sucked at it. I know, right? Yeah. And three, I'm two, one. Good at it. We're not going anywhere. It broke. <laughs> I just gotta find it. And, you know, sometimes they use these as narrative rolls because, I mean, you can use it as like, hey, hey, the weather's bad if it's a bad roll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a step that would be more logical. Whoa. Air sailing, nice. so. And feel free to use a point of karma if you're feeling extra. Um, I think I'll be okay. I think okay. I'm gonna save that. I think this. We'll see how this goes. All right, four. <laughs> oh, so four. Wow. You're having a wow. step ten. You're having a rough time. So I'm not it, rolling well. <laughs> so everyone on board on is gonna feel a bit of turbulence kind of taking off. That's it on is brand. windier. Yeah, it's That's windier than it should be. It's just everyone's kind of scattering to trying to get the mass in the right place. It is kind of like organized chaos here. It looks like they've dealt with this before, but not too used to it. Um, so uh, maybe I'll get everyone who isn't a windling just to roll a dexterity check, actually. Oh, no. So <laughs> roll dex. Uh, if you have um, specific talents related to staying on your feet, maybe wound balance. If anybody well, has I wound balance, you not. can substitute I that. do, but... I the windling doesn't uh, Mixie does not need to though one. because the windling can just, I can just get fly. up and fly. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't have. <laughs> she feel, I don't have wound uh, balance. Do I have to roll because it's it's really windy? Um, you could if you wanted to. Oh, yeah, why not? I'll just see how I'm doing. It'll be a fun one. Do I need to make a wound balance roll as well, or am I? Okay? No, I think uh, I think okay. being at the helm, you have things to hold on to, and you're just gotcha. used to this kind of stuff. Yeah, it happens. You know, these other folks are just not as used to the airship. Or. For. So, yeah, Mixie is probably uh, having to grab hold one of the ropes, and it's, like, huge, and so she has to hug it, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got my, my arms and off. legs just completely wrapped around, just barely making it all the way around this rope. <laughs> yeah. And you'll hear from one of the mates, uh, oh, somebody get that windling under deck. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 please. Before she blows off. If, if you don't mind. Um, I think actually Thravek might help out depending on if he, if he rolls well on his own, he might try and help get her below deck if he hears that. Um, I'm going to be rolling at a step 10 for wound balance. Okay. So we got to roll, uh, yeah, Thravek to roll that. I got a nine. Nine. Yeah, that's good. You're good. 
Okay, if he's feeling pretty good, he's, uh, you know, he's, you know, kind of holding his own on this shifting deck, and he hears somebody call out to get a uh, mixy below deck, and he's just like, uh, oh, I'll, uh, I'll help you down below if you, uh, if you're willing. Yeah, you come over to me, and I'm, like, holding on with both hands to this, uh, with, with both arms and legs to this this rope that's kind of moving around in the wind, and I just reach one arm out, just flailing, yeah. trying to catch on to you. I think he, like, kind of cups his hands in such a way to, like, create, like, a wind barrier, you know, so they're, like, kind of vertically, like, cupping in, the, like, wherever direction the wind's coming from to try and, like, get you off the rope, you know? Yeah. So then he'll, like, get you into his hands or whatever you want to grab onto. Once yeah, that'll wins. work. Yeah, and then he'll just kind of, like, walk over to the, uh, the ladder or staircase down and uh, get you blow decks. Ah, thank you. Yeah, you'll find a staircase down, basically. It's it's narrow, but it's it's there. Uh, or not narrow, it's steep. Yeah, okay, um, gotcha. It, it can't be narrow. Troll Trolls use this thing, so, you know. I was just like, telling Novius how difficult the wind here is oh, for, I'm, for little uh, ones like me. I'm happy to help, uh, Miss Mixie. Ah, thank you. You'll hear from one of the mates as you say that. Yeah, it's probably a, a downdraft we didn't expect when we got a little higher. Uh, <laughs> it happens. And yeah, yeah Saliak. Uh, I had one talent I thought might be useful. I'm not sure. I have maneuver. I'm not sure if that applies in this case. No, that's a combat. That's more of a combat. More in combat. Okay. So you can roll a straight dexterity check, or if you have wound balance. I don't believe I have wound balance as a because that's a that's a that's another talent, right? Which I don't I don't think I have. Yeah, that is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, roll dexterity step. All right, I have a step seven. That's a really good step for raw dexterity. So go for yeah. it. That makes it an 11. Excellent. Yeah, you you have no problem staying at your feet. Um, I actually am going to do a quick GM roll. Oh, oh. This might be amusing. You, you'll see. Oh, okay. Oh, 19. So uh, oh. you'll notice that actually Gent Scapperly not only stays on his feet, but he actually begins like dancing and oh. kind of <laughs> what uh, a show showing off. off. What a oh, completely geez. showing off in the wind. What a douche. Like, doing a song and dance about one of his exploits. Uh, oh one of the cares in this um, guy. One of the cares in the Skull Mountains, I think. I, I like to think that maybe as like Thravik's going below deck, he like hears this and he just kind of like says to Mix, he's just like, "This uh, other swordmaster is going to get very old after a while." What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> well, he is human. Uh, Meaning he gets old fast yeah, regardless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that elicits oh, a chuckle from Thravak. <laughs> good oh one, God, good one. Great. Yes. Uh, oh. Something about Rob brings out the good one-liners in me. <laughs> oh yeah. Just, just upon upon seeing this, you know, terribly ostentatious display uh, internally, he's thinking that at some point he is he is going to try to one up, but then. To himself, kind of out loud, he says, If I were not the better man, I'd boot you over the side, you peacock. Which I doubt he's hearing, because he's, he's so absorbed in his self. <laughs> I think after his song and after the, uh, the wind calms down a bit, um, I think some of the crew begin to sing like an equivalent of a sea shanty. I guess it's more of an air shanty. Nice. Because they're, they're <laughs> hearing this guy air singing shanty. and they're kind of like, he's okay, but you know, we We're got better. some better songs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do, the, uh, do the trolls get in on this or is this more of the... Above? Oh yeah, yeah. I they like they that. love that. Deep bass line. It's yeah. a whole the, deep bass line. Bases, yeah. 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 They're pulling the oars under uh, under decks, so yeah. Cool. I'm seeing Black Flag right now. In the air. Yeah. Black Flag. <laughs> yep. In the air. For sure. My mind immediately went to all the TikTok uh, sea shanty videos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Definitely. It's a Wellerman. <laughs> yep. 
I think as the wind dies down a bit too, eventually uh, Gent comes over to um, Saliak and says, So how about it? The, the wind is good. The deck is clear. How about a duel? Oh no. To see who is truly superior here. Mm. <laughs> I think he, he's, he, he's pensive for a moment. And then he says, Well, as I have observed, dance step is my forte. But as far as uh, the crossing field, hmm, I suppose it would be only fair even for one such as yourself. <laughs> um, is Quinvaya an earshot of this conversation? You you probably see uh, something going on over there, and you just have a sense of like, oh no, <laughs> it's getting uh, it's getting chilly with all the shade on board. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, another good one. Oi, what are you two? What are you two doing? And I think. Um, at the same time, Thravek and Mixie are down under deck, and like maybe you hear this. Oi, what are you two doing? Coming from uh, from Kumea, and um, the cook had been had cooked you something up down there while while the um, yeah something nice. Is it like a single chicken tender for me? <laughs> yeah, something like that. You know, <laughs> something nice to settle the stomach after a, a bit of a lurching from the, the yeah. wind. And um, yeah, so Kumea, uh, so you can re- you can also come up above decks if you wish. Yeah, hey, I'll bring my chicken tender with me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is uh, Saliak doing? Uh, 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 yeah. Um, upon upon hearing this question, I think he he turns and uh, then he says, "Ah, Captain Captain Quinn. Uh, it seems we too are to partake in a shall I say a and he places serious emphasis, you know, meaning himself. Shall we say a gentleman wager?" And he's. <laughs> You know, very obvious. Like raising an eyebrow as he looks at as he looks at as he looks at the other guy because he's like he doesn't consider him because you know he doesn't consider him so and uh, he's just uh, we had that we had that thought before before she showed up right we had that yeah uh, yes it was a, <laughs> a a possibility given the right time and place however this is uh, as this is your vessel I would not presume upon your hospitality to allow but. Uh, I would humbly ask so. <laughs> she squints at them. Then she kind of gives like a small shrug. And she says, Well, we have a bit of a rule. If you spill blood on the deck, you have to clean it up. <laughs> <laughs> and Gent will say, Oh, no, madam. It, um, it'll be a gentleman's duel. As he looks at um, Asaliak. The first to, to strike a, a blow. She squints at them again. <laughs> <laughs> but doesn't say anything. Remind me, um, I, I I don't know if this would be the the right time for the karma ritual. That's not, that's like the equivalent to. Let me actually. It depends on what your karma ritual is, because you can customize it. I'm just going to take a quick look at the the normal one. But I believe karma rituals are usually deeply personal and don't necessarily. Yeah, involve I, I just others. I'm not sure like where it would be where it would be you like if it's a solo thing or what situation it would be used in. Because I know what mine looks like, but I don't know if it's a if it's a solo thing. Then pretty much never mind. Um, Not really. Yeah, yeah. This wouldn't be the time. But um, yeah, the uh, I, I think this is something that you as a swordmaster know that um, sometimes swordmasters have duels between each other. And yeah. um, in game game mechanics, it's basically it's a stun damage thing. Yeah. Uh, everyone does okay. only stun damage. The first one to do uh, the equivalent of a wound. It doesn't actually cause a wound. It okay. is considered the winner of it, and that is basically the first strike uh, on the shoulder or something like that. Is the All convention right. I usually go with? 
I think uh, since he sort of got the initiative with the uh, dance, and I was, you know, and Salaric was just watching it, I think he is going to take the first move, and like just as a setup, he he very calmly removes his uh, removes the robe, and underneath you will see uh, a very interesting um, armor set. It's dark. Uh, it matches the uh, the robe actually. It's a dark green color, but if you look carefully, what you will see, what they all see, is a uh, very thickly plaited plant fibers, actually oh. plant fibers and wood pieces that have been stitched and twined and and fitted together very tightly to create this you know it doesn't look like it's much but it's actually a, a pretty uh, a pretty solid piece of armor and then of course on his uh on his hip he has he has his sword which he has not drawn yet but i think he will very calmly remove the robe and he will draw it out and but then he does like this is this is the most flamboyant draw out you've ever seen he, he does like a he does like a step forward think hero pose with a sword it's like step forward and hand hand up toward the sky right and <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so extra yes so yes, extra. yes but this but, but this, this is the this time is a, right this, this is a time to do yes he's yep, he is called he, thing i i have a quick question Mixie, you said that you were going to try and come above deck when you heard this happening. Did you say that? or? Yeah, you, I fly okay. up with a chicken leg, the, or okay. with a chicken tender yeah. the size of my leg. Okay, because like <laughs> when when um, Thravik brought her below decks and then they were getting food, he was thinking like, oh, maybe I'll uh, talk shop with her because she's an archaeologist and I think we both like history and finding stuff, you yeah. know? Like, But yeah. then he hears this going on and he's like, oh, uh, this is this is going to be good. Uh, <laughs> I always love watching a good duel. He's uh, He's quite the master, I think. Ah, well, I guess we'll see. Yeah. And you see Gent uh, do a similar kind of motion you did, um, kind of like a big pose and pulls out his uh, sword, which is more of a long sword. And he um, makes this gesture that actually spurs on that some of the crew actually start clapping as he does the gesture. And it's almost like he planned that to get them to cheer him on oh. when he makes a certain pose because oh. he was chatting them oh. up earlier. Clap, yeah. clap. Who here uh, could, who here thinks I could uh, best this sword master, is it? And then he kind of laughs and um, I'm going to actually roll something for that. For, Ooh. oh man. So mm. he did something called the taunt and it fell flat. It fell flat, and you're not impressed. Oof. You're not enraged. You're not. You're just like whatever, <laughs> man. I I think uh, Quinn kind of uh, goes. My bet's on Sally Boy. Oh, are we betting? <laughs> he turns toward her, kind of, kind of with a. With I got a, a silver on the elf. Much obliged, ma'am. Much obliged. And then he turns. <laughs> he turns back towards him, and I think he'll call out. He'll call out to the crew that have just, uh, that have just failed the other guy, and call out to pretty much anybody who can hear. How many feathers do you believe this peacock will lose in the coming bop? <laughs> That's good. Are, are you oh, counter-taunting him? Yes, yeah, roll taunt. I am going to nice. roll for a counter-taunt. Just because I wanted to, to jump in, too, just while you're rolling that, uh, Thravek, when everyone's talking about betting, like Mixie and uh, Quinamea, he's just like, it's uh, it's not very sporting to... Uh, bet on something that's a sure thing, especially when I kind of have a conflict of interest. Uh, we all know Saliak's gonna win. I really hope this guy just absolutely sucks. Yeah. Because that'd be really <laughs> funny. Yeah. We'll see. He's a higher circle, well, I mean, though, so... I mean, this is a this is one of my better ones. I have a uh, 
My action step in this is 12. So Not we'll you, I just I hope this this fight goes a different way. Yeah. I think it's going to be really If fun. you want, yeah. you can spend karma on this as well. He didn't bother when he did it, but um, if you but do, is, uh, remi- is is the karma remind me? Does that recharge every day, or is that um, yes, every day it will recharge? So uh, calendar days. I mean, yes, this is his first first big display. I think he will. I think I will use a karma okay. point. So when you use the bonus thing in there, just type four in that where it says zero on the okay. uh, the, the second prompt. That will represent a D four, basically. Yeah. So result of result 10. is ten. That not be the social. It may not. Let's see. Uh-oh. No. That one also falls Ooh. flat. Sad. <laughs> Big sad. And um, he will say, well, let's make it more interesting then. Shall we wager our um, earnings from this outing? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> huh. That is stupid. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, if he goes think... for that, she is going to have such a negative opinion of you. No, no, I think he, um, I think he, he, he hears this, and I think in response, this is not a, this is not use of taunt, but he just, he, he looks at him, he looks at him in the most, like, sardonically pitying way, and he says, The peacock has become too overblown on his supposed importance. Oh, and he, he draws ready to, uh, to duel with you if you wish to, uh, go in that. I will draw as well, and... Okay, so we're going to go into a little mini combat here. In combat, in Earth Dawn, goes by rounds like most systems. Initiatives are done each round because you and some others may have abilities that can change your initiative. Um, so that is taken into account each round. Um, so what is your initiative step right now? Uh, my base is a seven. My step is a seven. And I'm just checking if you have tiger leap and you do not, or ti- uh, tiger spring and you do not. So you don't have any initiative uh, modifying things actually. So you get to roll a step seven for your initiative. He, on the other hand, does have tiger spring. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> so I'm gonna roll on his behalf for that one. Okay, you have nine, is it? And he has six. So you go first. So in combat. You have a melee weapon, so clearly you're going to want to use melee weapons, but you are a swordmaster, so you have things like maneuver, which take what's called a simple action, not a full standard action. So these are things that you can use to kind of prep for a a combat. So roll, um, and I'm just kind of walking you through this because you're probably not used to this character in this kind of way. I'm going to have you roll maneuver, and this is your way of... um, It's a roll that will, if, if you do well, will support your attack. Uh, but you do take a point of strain for doing this, so I'll give you the option if you don't want to do it. Uh, no, I will take strain. One strain. Okay, so you take a point of damage. Um, that's how strain works in this system. So it's basically damage. It's just another term for it. And this is dex, so that's a step seven. So you're, you're actually, your step is, step is 11. Uh, it's Which, under the action oh, okay. I was, I was. Oh, yeah, I was like, with, with the two similar boxes there. It makes. Yeah, yeah. I did the same thing earlier. I used the wrong step. <laughs> <laughs> I use the ah, attribute step instead of the action 11. step. 11, let me check here. That doesn't his, his physical defense, so you, you attempt to maneuver around him to see if you can get a good hit in, and you're kind of in an awkward position, so you're just going to have to roll your melee weapons now to see how you do with your attack. That is a 17. Wow. All right, you hit for nice. sure. Dang. So, yeah, it is <laughs> not... <Duel> over. <laughs> not an extra success. Almost, almost, but... That means you will get to do your damage roll. Now, first, let's describe um, 
Actually, no, let's do damage first and then do a description because we're going to see what this is in terms of damage. And I'm assuming you're going to do be nice and do stun damage. And you're not going yes, to I am, <laughs> actually I am try to kill this guy. <laughs> yeah. So the flat of the blade or something like that. Yes, I think uh, what it what it looks like is that he ducks down rather rather low and just dashes in and then like side on just just hits him hits him right in the gut. He gets a, he gets a gut shot. In. All right, roll damage, and that is going to be your uh, weapon. Damage step is 15 for you. All right. Uh, for your sword. 11. Okay, so it's not a wound, so you're not you know winning this in the first blow, but give me a description of your, your attack. You do strike. Uh, yeah, so he, he's going to, uh, he ducks down really low, and then he just, I mean, he just, he just bolts straight in. He manages to do one of those, like, gentle left or right to avoid the to avoid the swing and then just just in the on um, in his in his stomach so he might be you know he might be doubled over a little and then uh, he just lightly like does a few dance steps backward and the uh and for those that I, I know i didn't describe it but um i have removed my um i have pulled my sword and let me just can i can i describe yeah, the, uh, the appearance describe of of this weapon now now please uh please change it if it doesn't work for story but i i thought of it as a uh it's a it's a fairly simple uh fairly simple looking one but um Along the, it's like a gold, uh, it's a gold hilted. Um, it's actually got a green uh, pommel stone in it, and then the uh, the blade itself is slightly, uh, it's slightly blue as far as the hue goes. Um, it looks a little bit blue, and then along the, uh, in the in the uh, what would be considered a, a, a blood channel of the uh, of the weapon, though. You know how, like, dwarvish weapons or different things, you know, you, you would have drawn, you know, runes of, you know, runes of courage or runes of whatever else. But uh, this sword, uh, reminiscent of its, uh, one of its former owners, actually, uh, along, the, along the sword, you'll actually see what appears to be uh, musical notes etched in this, um, etched on this sword. And <laughs> the, the effect, uh, just, just for no, no, no mechanical advantage, but um, the effect of this is that when the when he's moving through the air, when he's swinging and swiping and dodging every you know the different strikes. If you listen very carefully, you can hear different pitched notes coming up from as if from the sword, as if the sword is singing along with That's along cool. as as he's doing this. That's cool. That's really cool. So as this whole like duel's going on, I imagine that uh, Mixie. Thravek and Quinemayer are kind of like all in, in one area and he's just kind of like talking to the two of them he's, and like after this hit goes off and he kind of dances away from him he's just like ah I uh I love that every time I get to see it I uh we actually found that weapon together and it uh oh, I just I love it every time I see it seeing a, a piece such as that doing its thing yeah it's, it's a very pretty sword it's a uh, physical interesting Yes, it's unique. I've I've never seen anything like it. So, um, Gent Scapperly um, moves around. He, he he looks a little um, embarrassed that you hit him uh, in the first go, but um, it looks like he's sizing you up and goes to strike you, and he just barely hits you with a twelve. Now you have an op- two options when someone hits you as a swordmaster if they have a weapon. You can do repost, which is you trying to kind of force the attack back. Or you can do what's called a void blow, um, which is just a dodge, but you have to roll better than they rolled. Otherwise, uh, yeah, you just take the point of strain, basically. Um, I think I'm going to try repost. Okay. 
which I think is two points of strain for you, so mark that down. And um, repost is in your talents, and uh, you have step 11 for your repost. So you have to beat a 12 on your uh, step 11 in order to turn this back. You could use karma on this too, right? You can if you wish. Uh, it wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> oh, it wouldn't have mattered for so you failed at returning this back. Oh, so you do take fails. a couple points of strain, and uh, I'm going to be rolling uh, potential damage. Uh, it is 9 minus your armor, so you take, um, and we'll just try to remember this, there's no separate thing for stun damage in the sheet, but... Physical armor is 3, mystical armor is 7. So physical armor, that means you take 6 points out of this 9, as uh, he strikes you just about as well as you had struck him. And I would like everyone else to roll awareness. And um, Hannah, your character, Quinmea, I think mm -hmm. she should roll uh, Danger Sense, actually, if she has that. Ooh. Which which step are we rolling? I don't think I... The action step? Yeah, the action step. The action step. Okay, just yep. to make sure. Yeah, I don't think I took Danger Sense. Oh, for some reason I thought you had it in your... Uh, I have it. Uh, skills, but... Hmm. I'll, I'll, I have I'll, Danger Sense. Yeah, why not? Mm -hmm. It makes you to roll Danger Sense. Mm -hmm. Oh. And um, Hannah... Can I roll will, awareness, uh, yeah, too? We'll get, we'll get Quinamea to roll uh Because my danger awareness. sense is not very good. So can yeah, I roll a I 22 let... on my awareness? I got a 10 on my D10 and then roll a 6 after that. Okay, interesting. Dang. That's really okay. good. So what would you like me to roll? I guess awareness <laughs> would work for that. Okay, so that'll be perception for me. I can roll danger sense, too, if you want me to. No, let's get this uh, um, uh, roll from... Uh... <laughs> Oh man, from uh, gonna be Throv Throvek yeah. is uh, quite a good one. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, I got an 11, 11 on a step six. Good. All right. <laughs> so I'm going to go actually first with Queen Amea. You're, something just seems off uh, right now. Uh, just you feel like, hmm. Hmm. You feel like you might be in a little bit of danger. You're not sure why. Um, but Throvek, you just happen to be um, maybe looking up to shield. You're shielding your hands from the sun a little bit as you look up, just because you thought you might have saw something in the corner of your eye. And as you use your hands to kind of block the sun a bit, you notice there's actually something kind of in the sun uh, there. Oh. There's something there above you. Okay. Um. <laughs> you look up and you, you shield your hand from the sun and you definitely see there is something coming. So I was going to ask before I say anything to everybody else, is there like a role I can make to discern more or is that pretty much what the awareness was? That's what you can discern so okay. far. Okay, cool. Is there something up there? What do you do? I think he's going to say, um, everyone, everyone, uh, I, I see something up there uh, kind of right in front of the sun. It's, uh, it seems off. I look up and start flying up. I'm going to get, um, yeah, I'll get uh, Mixie to roll Danger Sense. Okay. My Danger Sense is not that good, <laughs> comparatively. Uh, okay. I rolled a nine. On a nine, you're having a hard time seeing uh, what is coming down. Danger Sense is more for, like, immediate danger. You're not feeling like you're necessarily in immediate danger. But um, Quinamea, you are just catch this at the last moment you look above look up and you see several figures coming from above your senses these might be sky raiders and they may be coming to raid you uh oh oh no uh -oh. we're gonna end there oh no, oh, no. Oh, man. Oh. Ah. 